there is this Korean word, pechang. We say someone has this when they are very courageous and adventurous, perhaps even to a fault. Dictionary definition of the word includes the mindset or attitude of being committed to achieving one's goal without being afraid or swayed by outside influence. More simply, guts. The bae in the word pechang is literally the stomach. And interestingly enough, we also say someone has guts or someone is gutsy in English. Turns out, it has been scientifically proven that our psyche is actually very closely related to our gut. Apparently, only 10% of serotonin, popularly known as the happy hormone, comes from the brain. 90% of it comes from the gut. So, when our gut health takes a hit, we can't produce enough serotonin. And low serotonin levels are linked with symptoms like anxiety, depression, and other mood problems that lead us to be more negative and pessimistic. So, how is your gut health, everyone? I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was day six, starting things off today with their song, Han Pejiga Tursuike, Time of Our Life. Isn't it really amazing that people in Korea used the word pechang and English speakers used the expression gutsy way before doctors even found out that our mindset is so closely linked to our gut? I mean, how did they know? But now that we know that strong, a strong, healthy gut can make us more confident, positive, brave, courageous and adventurous, well, it makes one think about eating healthy on a whole different level, right? So, have you been eating healthy lately? What did you have for lunch today? What do you plan to eat for dinner? Now, today's One Fine Day has been pre-recorded, so I won't be able to share your responses on the air in real time, but I think we could all always use some meal ideas, right? So share them away. And don't forget, your Sayonder stories and anecdotes about anything and everything else are always welcome here too. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. Send your messages on Kong right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day, and Facebook at facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. If you have a Korean phone number, you can text me at SHARP8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. In part two of the show, we'll be joined by Professor Cynthia Yu for our Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. 
So stick around to find out which movie or drama she'll tell us about today. But for now, our next song. Here is Sonujunga with Sangsang Beyond My Dreams. We just heard Sonujanga with Sangsang Beyond My Dreams. Now, if you for any reason have not been eating too healthily lately, and therefore are lacking some confidence, courage, or positivity, it might take some time for you to get your gut health back, even if, even if you start eating healthy right away. So, in the meantime, here are some songs you can listen to that can encourage and empower you, help you feel a little more positive in general. First, we'll listen to SES with Taligi, Relay, and then Dreams Come True by NCT 127. We just heard NCT 127's Dreams Come True. And before that, it was SES's rendition of the Yunsang song, Taligi or Relay. It's time for our usual announcement. Send your messages on Kong, comment on our SNS posts, write on any of the message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr, or if you're in Korea, you could even send me a text to Sharp 8150 and you will be automatically entered into our daily prize draw. Prize winners are selected each day after the show. So if you've sent in any feedback, don't forget to check the notice section on our webpage. If you see your screen name or part of your phone number on the prize winners list, well, then send us your shipping info info via email so that we can send you your prize as soon as we can. All right, next up, here is Brown Eyed Soul with their song, 그런 사람이기를, or Such a Person. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Reruns of One Fine Day are aired multiple times throughout the day. You can catch them on our website or via our mobile apps like Kong and KBS World Radio On Air. Our broadcast timetable is available on both the website and these apps, so if you got a minute, take a look. Past episodes of the program are available for streaming in the Listen Again menu on our website and via podcast. So this means you can listen to us whenever you would like, wherever you are. All you have to do is look us up wherever you get your podcasts. Please keep in mind, though, the songs that we play on the show cannot be included on podcasts because of copyright reasons. All right, I'll be back with today's Parallel Universe after another song break. 
First up is Tankum Sweet Dreams by Veranda Project. And after that, we'll listen to Tamyo Song or Blanket Song by Linus' Tamyo or Linus's Blanket. They're different, but not entirely. Two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track. It's Parallel Universe. Today, we'll listen to a couple of 배짱이는, gutsy, fearless songs. They are actually two songs entitled Fearless. First up is the K-pop song Fearless by Le Seraphim. They made their debut in May of this year as the first girl group produced by Hybe and Source Music. Their name, Le Seraphim, which kind of means the angels, is actually an anagram of the sentence, I'm fearless, representing the group's ambitions and, quote, mindset or attitude of being committed to achieving one's goal without being afraid or swayed by outside influence. If you'll remember that definition from the opening of the show, not so surprisingly, their song Fearless was the title track of their debut album of the same title. It starts out like this. I want to reach the highest place. I felt my answer. The new wave that dances in my veins my enormous passion. I have no interest in troubles from the past that everyone knows. I'm fearless. All right. And as for our non-K-pop song of the day, we will listen to Fearless by American singer-songwriter Taylor Swift. NPR called her Peak Millennial Vibes. Taylor Swift may have started out as a teenage country music singer, but today she is not only a global pop star, but also an icon representing a whole generation. Her song Fearless was the title track on her 2008 album of the same title. This is a song that describes a perfect first date. She reportedly chose it as the album's title track because it explores the courage to embrace the challenges of love, which is, according to her, the overarching theme of all other songs. Now here's a bit of the words. We're driving down the road. I wonder if you know I'm trying so hard not to get caught up now. But you're just so cool. Run your hands through your hair, absentmindedly making me want you. And I don't know how it gets better than this. You take my hand and drag me head first, fearless. And I don't know why, but with you I'd dance in a storm, in my best dress, fearless. She's definitely got a, such a good knack for lyrics. All right, let's listen. Fearless by La Seraphim, and then Fearless 
by Taylor Swift. That was Fearless by Taylor Swift, and before that, Fearless by La Seraphim. Those were the Parallel Universe songs of the day. Coming up in part two of today's show, our expert with impeccable taste, Professor Cynthia will join me in the studio for OFD and Chill, so I hope you don't change that channel. Wrapping up part one, here's Taeyeon with her song, You Are. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. OFD and Chill will be starting very soon. Professor Cynthia will be in the studio with me in just a moment. Now, if you can't decide which Korean movie to watch, which K-drama to binge on next, or which K-star to stand now, maybe you should hear out what she recommends. But in the meantime, if you have any comments or questions, send your messages using Kong or use any of the message boards found on our website at world.kbs.co.kr. You can also leave stories as comments on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day or on Facebook at facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. If you have a Korean phone number, you have the option of also texting us here at sharp8150. A regular SMS text will cost 51 and a long text or an MMS message will cost 100 won per text. Let's take a quick song break to give Cynthia some time to get settled in. First up is Iggy Tun with 또한번 사랑은 가고, Love Has Left Again, followed by As One and their song 아픈 건좀 어때, The Pain I Caused. Countless titles are showing at the movie theaters, and even more dramas are there for you to binge. When every one of them is as inviting as the next, how do you decide just where to start? Maybe you should first OFD and chill. K-dramas have been huge for several decades, but the real secret is out now. Korean films are just as awesome. So whether it be film or TV, if that one-inch-tall barrier of subtitles means nothing to you, but you just don't know where to start, OFD and Chill will be your guide. And as usual, our guide, an expert with expert tastes. <laughs> it is Professor Cynthia Yu. Welcome hello, back. Hello. Hi, Cynthia. Mm -hmm. Can you believe it? We are here at the tail end, almost getting to the tail end of November. I know. Are you all done with the uh, midterms now at your school? Yes. 
Yes, so we're heading into finals, actually. You know, oh, all the really? sort of final assignments, <gasps> presentations, exams. So yep. it's pretty busy right now mm-hmm. for you as well. You must be bogged down with grading. Yes, grading will never end. It doesn't end? It will not oh. end. <laughs> well, we, at least we have you um, able to take little K-drama or K-movie breaks mm-hmm. along the way. That's true. <laughs> Just to make little things, little things go a little bit faster, I hope. Palatable, right? Little palatable, mm-hmm. absolutely so. And also this week, uh, speaking of school, a big, big week for all of our high school seniors in a couple days. Right. The big CSAT, mm-hmm. the Sunung. Yeah, it was yeah. last week, I think, or yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. So we really, really hope that everyone had good results. You right. guys are all recovered. And now you're all having a great time watching movies, yeah. dramas, stuffing <laughs> your face with every yes. imaginable Absolutely delicious so. thing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And uh, over in America, in, in um, two, this week is a very special stuffing your face holiday. Oh, so you can just say, I will do as American does and stuff my face. Mm-hmm. But with whatever you want, doesn't right. have to be turkey. Right. It, I don't know why, but American mm-hmm. Thanksgiving always makes me think of that episode with friends. <laughs> and you're actually literally stuffed. Into yeah. a turkey. Yeah. Oh, right? when Joey? Monica, oh, Monica it? and Joey with the turkey head. Turkey head. That is a memorable episode. Isn't it? Memorable, mm-hmm. memorable episode. All right, but we are going to move into something uh, that is probably the farthest thing that you can think of <laughs> from a turkey in and of yep. itself. Mm-hmm. Not considered one of the more prettier birds out mm-hmm. there, but uh, we have an overreaching sort of um, subject for today's right. segment. Yeah, actually, I saw this drama a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, It was recommended to me (laughs) from one of the global OTT sites. Mm -hmm. I started watching it, and it sort of got my attention. Um, It's called Missing Missing. the Other Side. Oh, I think I saw this splash screen somewhere. Mm -hmm. In Korean, it's Missing. Missing. 그들이 있었다. They were there. They were there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I think it was maybe for the Halloween season. Oh, that they released this? Because it's all about ghosts and spirits. Ooh, this is totally like up my alley. Right? Yeah. Um, it's a fantasy thriller with a heavy dose of Korean melodrama mm. and shinpa. Um, it was a TV series airing one of the cable shows, cable t- um, stations in mm-hmm. 2020, mm-hmm. and it stars Kosu. Kosu. Mm. Hence my adjective today. Apparently, he also <laughs> really enjoys eating kosu. Oh, Korean. does he really? <laughs> kosu loves kosu, kosu. <laughs> right? Kosu is another word also for master of something, mm-hmm. right? A master of or oh, an that's true. expert. Right. So that's why you have expert taste today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. In honor of kosu. Now I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't say coriander taste or no. basil. <laughs> no, no. Kosu um, as in master of something. Now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. I couldn't, I didn't get it at all. <laughs> I know because you're always sort of like, I know you're stealing yourself for the moment uh-huh. where I'm going to reveal my adjective of the day. <laughs> um, but it was so subtle today. <laughs> That it didn't seem like I did anything at all. I just thought, oh, you stumbled on your words. No, a I said bit. an expert no. with expert taste. 
Kosu taste. Kosu taste. Got it. Got it. Got it. Cynthia is a Kosu herself. (laughs) But we're talking about the Mm -hmm. actor Kosu. Right. And he is, uh, he was really, really popular uh, way back when, Mm -hmm. but he hadn't been really in the public eye for a while, so, but he's back now. He is back. He is actually a really accomplished actor. Mm -hmm. I was really pleasantly surprised with his portrayal Mm -hmm. of Kim Wook, um, an ex-swindler who scams people, but Mm -hmm. he scams scammers. Oh, So it's not exactly Robin Hood. No. He doesn't give away to the poor, but he steals from the rich and the I see. Dastardly oh. scammers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Oh, interesting. So that he can scam them with, uh, I guess, like, with a clear conscience. I guess so. So to speak, yes. I guess so. I can, I right? can sleep at night kind mm-hmm. of thing. <laughs> so, but um, in the midst of one of his swin- scams, mm-hmm. he sees a woman being kidnapped. Oh. And he follows this group. Mm-hmm. And then he's ambushed and mm-hmm. he ends up in a hospital. Oh, no. Okay, actually, not in a hospital at that time. He, they actually, he it does end up in a hospital, mm-hmm. but then they find him, the that the kidnappers, and he ends up sort of, you know, going over a cliff, but mm-hmm. survives, and then what? <laughs> okay, it's a bit of a roller coaster wow. ride. I don't even know how I remembered all of this. I thought you said this was supernatural, but there's a lot of action. There's here a lot of well. action here. Mm-hmm. Um, he ends up in this village uh-huh. that is inhabited by ghosts, <laughs> spirits of missing persons, so missing people. Uh, so they're hence missing, right. they were there, uh, although the English title is the other side. Right. So they're spirits of the dead, uh-huh. but their bodies have never been found. Wow. So they, they can't leave. They can't leave. They're sort of in this limbo. Right, right, right. And it's this sort of village of lim- folks, spirits in limbo. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And you I can, love it already. I right? love the premise. Yes. So Little you, ghost whisperer esque. Right? Yeah. So you can imagine what he's going to end up doing. Mm. He's alive. He can actually, you know. He's corporeal, so. Right? He's going to help them out. He's going to help them out, mm-hmm. try to help them who did, you know, who were um, the perpetrators of their murders mm. and to find their remains so that they can leave um, this village and go on to the actual, actual the afterlife. afterlife. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So it's kind of works like also like a uh, detective or mystery procedural because you, he would have to solve these individual crimes yeah. and mysteries. Also sounds like it's setting us up for kind of an episodic format as right. well. Oh, That's right. Interesting. All right. We'll be back with more about actor Kusu the actor, mind you, Um, and uh, a recent work that's been getting a little bit of attention that's uh, really worthwhile checking out, Missing the Other Side. Our first song is from the OST. Here's Shin Yeong with Be There. We just heard Be There by Shin Yeung. Uh, it was off of the Missing the Other Side, OST. All right, we've got a nice setup here. Um, first of all, you know, because it's like such a out there premise, 
It certainly is, right? We can really, we don't have to nitpick on factual details or anything. We can just enjoy the drama of it all. And then we got a little element of mystery. I've kind of been digging um, mysteries these days, and I've been kind of looking for... I'll have to get suggestions from you. I know. I'm in a murder mystery mood. I don't know why. I really got stuck in this drama. You know, I think I was busy doing something, but I... I believe I finished this series in mm-hmm. like a day and a half because oh, wow. I, I, you know, I didn't love the melodrama part. Sure. I mean, it's, it's, certainly it's nice and very heartwarming, but it, I was really keen on the mystery. Yes. So, you know, you kind of uh, fast forward, fast forward over the tears and the melodrama, <laughs> and then try and figure out what uh, what happened yeah, who to these people. killed whom and where right. are the bodies? Who done it? Who, who done, done it? it? Yeah, right. absolutely. So, mm. yeah. But what makes, you know, this drama, a mystery drama, mm-hmm. also for Koreans, a healing drama, mm. is actually the chemistry between and the relationship mm-hmm. between um, Kosu and his partners in solving crime. Uh-huh. Ho no <gasps> wonderful. Ho Juno is in this? Yes. Oh, no, and he's so excited. awesome. I'm more excited. He plays Chang Panzak, who is also... A person, a live person, yeah. but he can see the spirits. He can mm-hmm. see the village. Mm-hmm. The village is actually invisible to the waking world, to oh. the living world. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, Kosu and Hojuno are the only living people, mortal folks, who can see them, and oh. they hear their stories and they do their best to help them. I see. So those are the episodes, mm-hmm. right? Episodic sort of mysteries right. and, you know, detective the stories. missing person of the week. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. But then there is an overarching storyline mm-hmm. that involves Kosu, um, because as we mentioned, he gets into this predicament right. because he sees a woman being adopted. Adopted, right? yeah. Later, he discovers her in the village so that you know oh, she's passed on. Oh, she didn't on. make it. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. But her body's somewhere there, and there's a mystery over yes. her death. And they have to find a killer because that killer is, he hasn't stopped or she oh, hasn't stopped. Oh, no. Right? Yeah, yeah. So there's this overarching story mm-hmm. um, that takes over, you know, this drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learn more about... Um, Hojuno, he's lost a daughter mm-hmm. and he can't find his daughter. So there's that, you know, tragedy and sadness that it, that explains his motive I for see. helping these villagers. Mm-hmm. And then we learn, we discover all the villagers yeah. and their stories. They're, they must be a colorful lot. I mean, right. it's going to be very diverse. Right. Because they are, they're not characters who interact with each other in life. Right. So they just must be, I mean, th- this opens up so much opportunity for like very diverse stories and right. worlds and settings. Exactly. There is one character, Thomas Cha, mm-hmm. who is actually sort of the leader of the village. Mm. He is over a hundred years old, and we learn that he was an independence fighter. Oh, and interesting. They were, you know, he of course passed away. Mm-hmm. You know, during maybe an ambush. You know, during the colonial period, and wow. they haven't discovered his body. Wow! Yet. So wow! So this this premise can take you to actually different historical periods as well. Right, and you know, um, An Soe plays a bright civil servant who is also a hacker. So oh. she actually helps Kosu mm-hmm. with you know 
discovering, you know, the killers and the sort of mysteries Mm -hmm. behind the death of these villagers, right? Gotta have the tech guy. Right? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's also uh, a police detective played Mm -hmm. by Ha Jun and his fiancée, the woman who is abducted, Mm. abducted, kidnapped. And killed later, so there's that sort of tragic element. And then we'll get there. that melodrama mm-hmm. and tragedy a little bit. But as we mentioned before, mm-hmm. there are these lovely characters in the village called Tuwon, mm-hmm. Kang Margum. Mm. You know, we've talked about her before. Um, now she has a sort of career playing um, supporting characters in right. various dramas. Right. She's lovely. Yeah. Like she plays this really gung-ho character, uh-huh. gung-ho mom, who actually marries another one of the villagers. Oh, post-death? Post-death. <laughs> and because she was a mom in her real life, yeah. you know, she has you know, special affinity for the young kids oh, who come the to the village. Oh, the young villagers. So she it's takes, sad that there are young villagers, right? too. Mm, mm-hmm. I see. And, so uh, they become like a little family. Family, exactly. Mm. Um, there's this one um, episode that dealed, dealt with a special day in... The sort of every year mm-hmm. there is a special day where they mem- remember each other. Oh, day of memory. Yeah, where mm-hmm. they remember their sort of lives, um, in their lives before. I see. And you know, I remember that episode because it was just beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. They had fireworks. Yeah, and they put their sort of wishes and hopes yeah. into air balloons, uh-huh. small balloons, little balloons that they hope would reach. The living world. Oh, right. Yeah, it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm guessing because I guess this is sort of like my genre that there's going to be the underlying mystery of why these two living right. people right. can see these right. dead villagers in the first place. Mm-hmm. So that's another kind of like another layer I think right. to look forward to. It's not completely explained, mm-hmm. but. Um, once their mysteries are solved, yeah. r- once, you know, their sort of the r- reason for being or, you know, being for in being the able, village. being yeah. in the village is solved, mm-hmm. they no longer can, can see them. See, right? I see. Except there's a little bit of a cookie scene at the end of the series mm-hmm. where um, uh, they, Hojino runs into a young child okay. who later talks meets up with some of her other friends and says, oh, that's Hyunmi's dad or Hyunji's dad. Oh. As they go into another spirit village. So that's kind of like a, a teaser, teaser. Saying, saying, hey, maybe a season two or sequel oh, might be in the works. Yeah. And there is. There's going to be season two at the end of this year. <gasps> it's been confirmed. Um, it's already been shot and it's going to be air on another cable ser- cable um, series. Oh, so it's, they got, like, it switched networks? It switched networks. Oh, okay. And lo and behold, they've actually casted Lee Jong-un. Oh. The great, she's a wonderful actress. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to play this character named Kang Eun-shil, mm-hmm. a sea captain, naval captain, with 30 years of experience who's going to be sort of like the leader of another spirit village. Oh. That this team, led by Kozu and mm-hmm. Hojuno mm-hmm. and Ansoi, yeah. will now help out. Oh. So, <laughs> Moving on to another spirit a new, village. A new spirit village. A new season a of new characters season. Mm-hmm. to uh, discover and empathize for and hopefully help. 
Right. Right. Wow. Interesting stuff. Um, I don't know how this, well, it's actually, I don't have this cable network on my TV, mm-hmm. so I know why I missed out on it. But now I can kind of catch it. Yeah. Sounds it's good. It's on the global OTT site. Okay. So, you know, I highly recommend that if this is your cup of tea. This is totally my cup of tea, especially <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be back with more with Professor Cynthia after this. One more from the missing OST. Here's Lily with Pray For You. Welcome back. You are tuned in to One Fine Day's Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. I am joined in the studio here by Professor Cynthia Yu. And uh, we were first inspired by kind of a happenstance discovery on the part of uh, Cynthia. She found this great little, um, really light, like kind of satisfying on many levels, melodrama, mystery. Mm -hmm. And it's starring um, Gosu, an actor that we haven't discussed before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, Gosu has his nickname, Gobidu. Gobidu? It's a a combination of his name, Gosu, and Mm -hmm. David. Oh, those, you know the the sculpture, right? Michelangelo's David, David like be- supposedly the most perfect man in the exactly, world. Exactly, <laughs> because of his well chiseled looks. He's right? a very handsome, very he handsome is. man. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, very handsome man. So you know, I dug a little bit deeper into his career yeah. and discovered that he was discovered by a member of the group Noizu. Oh, really? Right, all the way back. The Kyo K-pop dance group Noise. Right, and he started to <clears throat> perform, I guess, you know, act in their music videos. Then oh. he did various, you know, CFs or advertisements, mm-hmm. and he became an actor. Wow. Um, I think his, he debuted in this drama called Amaya Nunaya. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> hey, sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hum- humbler beginning, right. humbler. And then um, in other dramas like Piano, something called Green Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in this tr- movie that we're going to talk about okay. called Pek Yaheng, Hayan Odumur Soge Kondinda, right? Okay. Uh, White Nights. White right? Nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he also um, acted in this drama that we talked about maybe a couple of years ago, called Christmas-e Duni Orkayo. Oh, Will it that's snow right. Snow on Christmas. Will it snow on Christmas? Mm-hmm. That was when we were talking about kind of like a holiday theme. Right. That's right. And that's where that um, there, you know, there is a popular meme called Kosuari. <laughs> you know, just being sick, you know, yes. heart sick. Heart sick for Kosu. Heart sick yes. for Kosu. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that being heart sick for Kosu, the fact that that became a mean, is <clears throat> not only speaking to the fact that he um, is a very handsome man, but also his ability as an actor right, he to is. draw mm-hmm. you into his, the character that he's playing. You know, a lot of, you know, gorgeous actors like him, don't actually do a lot of movies or dramas. Mm. They'll do maybe one drama or yeah. one movie every mm-hmm. f- few years right. or sometimes ev- like every decade or so right. just to make sure the public remember <laughs> who they are. Yeah. And then they just I'm do CFs and, you know, <clears throat> do see. coffee ads yeah. for the rest of the decade. That's true, that's true. But he's actually been very consistently working in 
uh, on the big screen or on the small screen. Oh, you wow. Know? He'd, you know, after um, doing the drama Christmas at Nuni Orkayo, he worked on movies like Chonung Nyokja or Go Jisan, which. Oh, Chonung Nyokja, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then Pan Chango, which mm-hmm. the band-aid with yes. Han Yoju, which was very popular melodrama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then went back to drama um, called Hwang Gume Jaeguk. Sounds like a Jaebol drama, right? It does. <laughs> back to movies with Chun Do-yeon. Wow. Um, and he's, so even, he's, do- oh. he's uh, even done very sort of low-budget movies as well where he didn't receive a guarantee. Wow. Right? It sounds like he's very, very committed to his craft. Right. And even though we don't feel like we see a lot of Kusu because maybe he's not in these huge, like, flagship vehicles, mm-hmm. but he's just here and there and everywhere, and he's been consistently right. somewhere not too far away from us. Right. Interesting. And in each of these works, I think he's consistently given really um, competent, very good um Performances and mm-hmm. you know sometimes very memorable characters, yeah, including this movie White Knight. White Knight. Pek Yaheng Hayan Adumsoker Kotta, literally meaning White Knight walking through white darkness. Sounds very dramatic, right? <laughs> yeah, it's actually based on a uh, mystery thriller Ooh, novel uh-huh. by Japanese author. Keigo Higashino. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Japanese novel was titled Journey Under the Midnight Sun. I kind of prefer that title. That's nice. Actually, right? Yeah, Journey Under the Midnight Sun. Mm. Oh, and n- not only do we have another Kosu work, but we have another mystery thriller. Right? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think this was a very popular novel because it's been adapted multiple times, not oh. only into this Korean movie, but mm-hmm. also into Japanese dramas mm. and Japanese films. Wow. Yeah, so this movie came out in 2009, and it was the directorial debut of director Park Shinu. Okay. Um, who is really inspired to work on this script after being very impressed by this novel. After reading the novel. He mm-hmm. sent the screenplay to the author, Keigo Higashino, mm-hmm. and... You know, he got a stamp. He got his stamp of approval. Nice. Said it was quite superb. He got nice thumbs up there. Right. That's got to be a great feeling. I think it's almost, you know, it's a must. Yeah, right? absolutely, absolutely. Kang Usok mm-hmm. produced this film, and you know, he's a very he was a star PD, mm-hmm. star director. Mm-hmm. He directed several Korean blockbusters like the Public Enemy series, right, and Shemido. Oh, yes. Right? The big one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, this movie didn't do so well at the box office, right? Despite Mm. the cast and the folks behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was just shy of a million emissions. Well, still not too shabby. But but back in the day, they performed a lot better. Right. Given this sort of, you know, production team and the cast that included Han Seok-kyu, (gasps) <gasps> Son Yejin wow. and Kosu. And Kosu. Right. Oh, that is surprising that it didn't do better. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we mentioned how this is a mystery thriller. Yeah. The movie begins with the murder oh. of Kim Shihu, a pawnbroker, mm-hmm. who is found dead in a remote town in a derelict building. Mm-hmm. And the police are not quite sure whether it was a murder or or a suicide. Okay. But, you know, one of the detectives sort of 
digs deeper and he realizes there is a connection between this murder and a previous murder 14 years ago. Oh. 14 years previously. Previously. Mm-hmm. In there, uh, a man was also found dead on an abandoned ship. Oh. There, then, the prime suspect mm-hmm. of that murder, mm-hmm. who was a woman suspected of being the dead man's lover, okay. was also found dead soon oh, afterwards. Oh, now it's not a Double coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> But they were not able to find the killer. Okay. Right? Um, so, the... Cho Minu, uh, the detective now, um, discovers the link between these murders mm-hmm. 14 years apart, mm-hmm. and he enlists the help of, of Han Seok-kyu, mm-hmm. his name is Han Dong-su in the movie, okay. who was a police officer who worked on the previous murder okay, 14 years so ago. Okay, so we've got the, the cold case, right. and then we've got the new case, mm-hmm. and we've got the old um, detective. investigator right. and then this new investigator and they right. got to kind of join up all right and and that is kind of like the basic setup here right. for a thriller we'll be back with more after another song break and speaking of pegya hang here is lin with pegya white knight We just listened to the wonderful Lin, or Rin, with Pegya, White Knight. Um, what is a white knight? I'm going to look that up. But Oh, isn't it like, you know, places the, like Alaska? Alaska, right? The Arctic, where, where the sun never sets, right. right? White knights. Which is really eerie. <laughs> like, white knight, it's yeah. very eerie. You, you can know? imagine. There And was I, actually, wasn't there an uh, American movie as well called White Knight? Knights. With Bridge the Cough, I think, wasn't it? Like, ballet dancer? Yes, 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 Mikhail Baryshnikov. Right. Oh, that was a long time ago. Oh, my gosh. Can't remember. <laughs> I remember that. All right. Um, so we're going back. We were talking about uh, Kosu, the mm. actor. Honestly, his image, though, mm-hmm. I feel like he's quite underestimated yes. as an actor. I think so. And this is just my theory that maybe he feels... feels the need a little bit to keep on working mm. to sort of prove himself. Yeah, it kind of, you know, explains his forays into independent films. Right, and, not taking know, any pay. Right, mm-hmm. low-budget films right. as well. Right, And he, you know, he does a great job of working on maybe, you know, um, dramas mm-hmm. on the small screen and then going back and forth from film and yeah. dramas. Yeah. Um, in more recent years, he's worked on even a s a g u k drama, oh. 사극 영화, called 상이원, okay. that starred Han Seok-kyu, Park Shin-hye, Yoo Yeon-seok, and Ma Dong-seok. I don't remember Ma Dong-seok in that film. What a cast! And, and a reunion here with mm-hmm. his White Knight co-star, right. Han Seok-kyu as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then later, he worked on this kind of really interesting movie, mm-hmm. um, Lucid Dream, that was filmed in 2015, but it took almost two, three years for it to, you know, go on the big theaters. Hmm, I guess it had distribution problems. Right. Interesting. And then uh, we actually talked about Kosu earlier Mm -hmm. in our sort of series on mysteries and thrillers. Yeah. Because he also starred in the movie Sokjo Jotek Sarin Sakon that starred Kim Ji-yok and Park Sung-woo. I see. And 
this movie was based on a Bill Ballinger um, detective novel. I remember you talking right? about this. Yes. It was also very kind of very stylish because right. I believe it was set in the 1920s and 30s. Yes, beautiful. In colonial Korea. Right in colonial Korea. I remember that. And then he just followed that up with this um, drama um, that starred Om Gijun and Seo Ji-hye called Hyungbu Weka. <laughs> it's a medical drama, right? Interesting. So it just goes back and forth. Doctors who steal hearts? Doctors who steal hearts. Is this sort of like a Grey's Anatomy, Anatomy type take? You know, I, I was very curious, so mm-hmm. I looked into it. But it's, I think, more of a medical, serious medical drama. Okay, all right. Of course, you know, with Seo Ji-hye. the romantic title. I'm sure there's some romance of course, in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of beautiful actresses, uh-huh. oh, White Knight co-star, you can see mm-hmm. Son Ye Jin back in 2009. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she was lovely, wasn't she? You know, mm-hmm. our producer yes. talked about how when she watched the movie, yeah. all she could see was how beautiful Son Ye Jin and beautiful Kosu was oh. were in the movie. Like, to the point of distraction, she right. said, like, oh, they're so beautiful, they're so beautiful. What did they say? What's going on now? <laughs> um, you could see even that. see it in the movie poster. You know, it's right. White Knight, the mm-hmm. background, and it's just these two gorgeous people cool, dressed gorgeous in white. People. Right. right. Um, but interesting. What's interesting is Son Jin's character mm-hmm. is not your typical heroine. No. And she may actually be the kind of villain or culprit behind these murders. Okay, so Mm -hmm. she's sort of a, I guess like a femme fatale in the sense that you don't really know where she's coming from. Right, Mm -hmm. there's an air of mystery. In the novel and in the movie, she's Mm -hmm. supposed to be perfect, just absolute beautiful Mm -hmm. and just perfect at whatever she does. Mm -hmm. But there is a shadow behind her. Ah, and there's some there's an unexplained mystery behind her. Right. That's why um, her fiancé mm-hmm. and um, the assistant to her fiancé, mm-hmm. played by Yi Min-jung, works in tandem with Han Seok-kyu to discover this shadow or kurinja behind her mystery? Son Ye-jin. Wow. Well, you can imagine it's in the person of Kosu, ah, right? Kim mm-hmm. Yohan. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kosu said that he had to play Kim Yohan in this movie because mm-hmm. he was just completely absorbed by this storyline. I see. Because it's not a black and white mystery thriller. Often in these detective procedurals or mysteries, you right. have a black and white characters, right? Right, right. You have the murderer, you mm-hmm. have the victim, mm-hmm. and you have the good police chief or Mm. detective searching for the bad guy, right? Mm -hmm. But here it's not as certain because there's themes of abuse by the parents Mm -hmm. of these characters. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, there is tragedy too in their storylines. Well, it is based off of um, what is obviously a tremendous novel here. Mm -hmm. So I can just imagine all the little layers that it must have in trying to fill that in into a feature film. Sometimes I think that with the the, kind of with the OTT format that we have these days, Mm -hmm. that maybe they can revisit um, such a rich storyline into like a limited series or something. Yeah, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think there was one criticism of this film is that it's based on a serialized novel, which is 
means it's quite it's very lengthy, long. Yeah, right? very very long. Mm-hmm. So to then you know create a two-hour you know length movie on yes. a very complex plot, try to squeeze everything in. Right, you are bound to you know leave things out. Sometimes maybe important plot points. Of course. So. As you said, yeah, maybe this would, you know, in a future adaptation, maybe a four, five part, six part series might do the story much more justice. Much more justice. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I mean, really glad for the ambitious kind of um, uh, effort that was put into trying to make this a beautiful, you know, block. And then 2009, you know, uh, K-Film was still sort of trying to find its footing, Mm -hmm. trying to prove itself that we're a valid format, that we know our art. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this was showing K-Film in their kind of evolution. Right. We're going to be ambitious. We're going to adapt this, and you know. Yeah, I think this was a very ambitious effort mm-hmm. um, to Sounds you know like to it. bring sort of an artistic, mm-hmm. a different sort of aesthetic to the sort of common mystery detective right. procedural formula. Right. Um, and I just think if you are a kosu ari, yes, if that's you true. Sometimes you don't need any other. Right? You can be a yejin ari. Exactly. You know? Or you can um, be a big fan of Han suk I remember I was a, such a huge fan mm. back in the day. And you can mm-hmm. see him here a little older and a little right. more rough around the edges. Right. Which is kind of cool. And yeah, if you're actually interested in the evolution of K-film in, in general, you can see how far we've come. with A great effort here. Beautifully shot movie, Pekyahing. Mm, wow. Yes. But this is fun. We had like a lot of different kind of motifs and themes mm-hmm. going on in today's discussion. Uh, makes me want to like hurry up and start <laughs> that new next um, whodunit mystery. Mm. Hope you have a great, great week, uh, Cynthia. Thank <gasps> you, you so too. much for coming in for right? the pre-recording. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next time. Right. All right. Taking Cynthia out, we are going to listen to Jitin with his song, Pegya, White Knight. We just heard Balling by Primary and Ohyok, and before that, Jitin with Pegya, or White Knight, bringing us to the end of today's One Fine Day. Hope you guys enjoyed the suggestions from part two. Let me say goodbye with a song from Daybreak. They started out part two, they're going to end out the show. Here's Pinnan Saram, Beautiful People. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow.